KMTT, Kimitzion, Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim. www.kimitzion.org Having a new week. Today is Monday. As on every Monday, today's shiur will be the shiur in the mitzvah HaShavuit, the weekly mitzvah, Harav Binyamin Tavori. This week we begin Sefer Vayikra, Sefer Torah Kohanim, the Sefer of the Chamisha Chom Shetorah, which deals with Avodas HaMizbeach, Avodas HaKarbanos. There was a tradition many years ago that Vayikra was the first Chamish learned by children, and the statement was one of two Variations: either Yavo Kedoshim v'Itasku b'Kachim, or Yavo Tahorim v'Itasku b'Taharot. That the holy young children, the pure young children, learn the issues of holiness, of kedusha, and of purity of tahara. The various kabbanos mentioned in Vayikra include the standard. Ideas of Kabanos, of Ola, Hatas, Shlamim, Osham. However, our Shi'ur today will deal with one of the more interesting, in my opinion, concepts of bringing a Karban. And that's what we call an Osham Tolui, a suspended Osham. The Torah tells us in the, in Parshas Vayikra, Perekei, Pasuk Yedzayim, Vim Nefesh Kitecheta, if someone sins, he does something that should not be done, is the key here. means he's not aware, he's not cognizant of what happened. There's a type of a sin. And then the Torah tells him to bring a karban, as in Asham, and the Torah says, there is a kapara involved some sort of kapara exists for the person who brings this karban, for the fact that he made a mistake, but he's not aware of it. He's forgiven. That's a very strong statement, which we would have to understand why it's repeated. Ashamu, he brings an Asham because he did an Asham, he did something quite severe. As I said in the Gemara and in the Rishonim, this Karban is called an Asham Tolui. What does the word Tolui mean? Suspended. Why is this suspended? What's the suspension involved in a Karban Tolui? The Rambam says in Hilchos Shagagos, Perekhes Halacha Aleph, any chait, that a person is chayav, chatas, when he doesn't, he's not sure if he did it, he would bring an Hashem Tolui. And what does that mean? If he had a doubt whether he inadvertently did this, then there's a mitzvah to bring a Karban Hashem. Because the Torah said, V'lo yada no, and the Raman then goes on to say, why is it called Tolui? Because it's Mechaper. It brings some sort of atonement for the Suffolk, for the doubt itself. 
And somehow it will be kept in suspension his Avera that he might have done is somehow held in abeyance Ad until he would find out that he actually did definitely do the Avera. Then, then he would bring a Chatas. So even though the Torah says an Asham is Mechapir, even though there is atonement in Asham, the Ramam says, and of course this is accepted, I think, by everyone, that when the person does indeed find out that he did the issue, the Aveira that was in doubt here, then he certainly would bring a Chatas at the end. The Asham Tolui only suspends the Chatas. In the meantime, he's really a Chayev Chatas. But since he doesn't know if he's Chayev Chatas, then he would bring this Asham, which would hold the punishment in abeyance until he finds out and then would bring an, an Asham, a Chatas. Of course, there's one basic assumption here, that what the person did is wrong. The person did something b'shogeg, unintentionally. He did something, or he's actually not sure if he did something wrong intentionally. For example, he ate a piece of meat, but he's not sure if it was kosher or treif. When he ate it, he probably thought it was kosher. But now, later, he found out that there was a possibility of it being treif, but he's not sure if it was treif. That would be a case... Of Hashem but of course, I said that would depend upon assuming that Safek Daraisa Luchumra, that the Safek, the doubt that a person has, itself creates an Iser, creates a, 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 a forbidden law in the Torah that you're not allowed to eat that. It's well known that the Rambam holds that Sveka Daraisa Lakula. The Rambam holds that the Torah did not forbid the case of a Safek. If a person is unsure of something, so when he does it, the Torah would say, it's allowed, you're allowed to enter that doubt. But it's L'chumra mit Rabbanan. We know that Sabek Darais is L'chumra. We know that if a person is in doubt whether about a law of the Torah, he has to be machmi, has to take the more stringent law. But the Rambam thinks that's a Rabbanan. That law itself is added by the rabbis. According to the Torah itself, a person is allowed to do a Sabek Daraisa. Of course, uh, many people have asked the, on the Rambam, how could it possibly be that you think Sveket Araisa is L'chumra, Sveket Araisa is L'kula. <coughs> Excuse me, and only, chum, and only L'chumra with Rabbanan, but you have to bring an Hashem Tali in a Safek, and that would show that there is a real Easter in a, in, involved in a Safek. So one of the easiest answers would be to explain that the Rambam will talk about a case when there is Ikba Isura when I definitely know that there's an Isra present. And the difference would be, for example, if a person has one piece of meat in which he, and he eats that meat, later on he's not sure whether it was kosher or tray, for whatever reason he, this doubt was engendered in his mind, in that case, what he did, according to the Ramam, was a Safik Daraisa Lukula. What he did was really permitted, and therefore, even if he found that he did it, it would be difficult to imagine you'd have to bring a carbon. But Ikba Isur, when there's a known Isur around, what would that mean? So in a case where there are, let's say, two pieces of meat, 
One is definitely kosher, and one is definitely treif. And he unintentionally ate one of them. And right now, you cannot determine which one he ate. In such a case, even the Rambam would agree that Sveka Doraisa Lechumra, because of Ikba Isura, there's an Isur here present. So then, you would say Sveka Doraisa Lechumra, and therefore you'd bring a, an Ashim Tali. The Rambam, as I said, says that a, a, an Ashim Tali is brought in the case where a person is in doubt, and it suspends the punishment until we find out for sure what happened. Interestingly enough, the Rambam in Pirush HaMishnayis, in Krisus, also relates, of course, to the issue of an Asham Tolui. And there, there is a major difference between translations of the Rambam. The Rambam in Pirush HaMishnayis was originally written in Arabic. And therefore, the different translators sometimes created a tremendously different interpretation of the Rambam, and this is a very interesting example. The Mishnah says in Krisus, in the sixth parak of Krisus, the Mishnah says, a question, are you allowed to bring an Asham Tolui as in the Dava? <coughs> the case that we are talking about is when a person found out that he ate meat, for example, Bishogeg, unintentionally, he ate a piece that might be Shreif, when there are two pieces of meat. What happens if a person really is not, no case occurred before him that he would know about it all. But yet, somehow a person wants to bring a carbon Asham Talu, he wants to bring this carbon because maybe, maybe he did do something wrong. So, Rebbe Lezer says, a person can bring an Asham Talu every single day, whenever he wants. In fact, it was called Asham Chasidim. Chasidim seemed to be pious people who would really volunteer to bring this carbon daily. And the Mishnah goes on to talk about Baba Ben Buta, that he really brought an Asham Tolu every day, except for the day after Yom Kippur, because he would say that on Yom Kippur itself, all the uh, possible things that he did wrong were forgiven, so therefore there's no reason to bring it even right after Yom Kippur, although he himself would have said, I would have even preferred to do it then. But according to Rebbe Lezer, a person could bring an Ashim Tolui as a Nadava, as a volunteer offering, and indeed, Rabbi Ben Buta did so. However, the Mishnah adds another opinion. The Mishnah says, Chachamim Omrim, however, our Chachamim say, Ein Mevim Ashim Tolui, Ela Adava Shazdon Okaiz Vashigas You cannot volunteer an Ashim Tolui. An Ashim Tolui has to be brought when the situation arises that a person really did something that would engender a chi of chatas. If he really did it, if he knows he did it, he would have had to bring a chatas. And when, if he doesn't know he did it, he would bring an Ashim Tolui. But you cannot bring a Benedava. The Rambam in the Perish of Shnayis, there in Krisus, says that Rebbe Lezer thinks that Ashim Tolui is basically, a, 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 every Ashim Tolui is basically a volunteer offering. Why? Because since it's true that when you find out that you did the Aveiru, you would have to bring a Chatas, so then the Ashim really is not Mechaper at all. The Ashim really doesn't have any effectiveness. Because if you don't have to bring it, then you don't have to bring it. And if you do have to bring it, then later on you'll have to bring a chatas anyway. So, what's the point of bringing it? 
Essentially, it's a type of carbon which is a nadava. Therefore, since it's essentially nadava, even if it's a real nadava, you can do it. However, the Chachamim say, the Torah only told you to bring an Hashem Talui, Ela Lechaper Alachet. In our text, in the standard text, which are printed in the back of most Gemaras, the text says that Chacham said you should bring an Hashem Talui to atone for the sin. Somehow the Hashem Talui itself is an atonement. Rabbi Kapach, the expert on the Rambam, who put out his own edition of the Pirish Mishnayis, with his own translation from the Arabic, says about this this text, simply, it is incorrect. And what should be the correct text? He says, the translation should be, Chachamim said, that you should only bring an Hashem Tali because of the severity of the sin. The extreme severity of the sin that he did, that he's not sure about, he's in doubt, and then it says, this should be some sort of a calming of his soul. It's only made for him somehow to feel better. And he should not be afraid. That is Rabbi Kapach's version. In our versions it says, that a person should not be perpetually in a state of doubt. In order to erase the situation where he feels that maybe he brought a carbon and he's in a situation of doubt, the text says that's what the Ramam thinks you should bring an Hashem Tali. But in the Kapach edition, it says you should bring an Hashem Tali because of the severity of the sin. So, according to the Rambam we saw in the Mishnah Torah, that an Asham Talui really suspends punishment for the Chatas, and you have to bring it somehow to suspend the punishment. The reading of the Perish Mishnah is, I said, is somewhat problematic what it really means. So, really what happens is when a person brings an Asham Talui according to this interpretation, is it really a carbon or not? Well, if he did nothing wrong, then I guess you don't really need this carbon at all. But yet the Chiddush is that you're allowed to bring the carbon. It's not considered a problem of Chulun Lazara. The issue of Chulun Lazara is bringing a carbon which is unnecessary, which is not Kodesh, which is not holy. As a, as a carbon, to bring it is somewhat of an issue. In the Rambam, it's not so simple how he views the whole issue of Chulun Lazara. Uh, th- how the Ram views this issue. In any case, this carbon is allowed to be brought even though at the end of the day it might not be considered a carbon at all. Whereas, if you really are chay of a chatas and you find out about it later, then you have to bring a chatas later anyway. Nevertheless, you're allowed to bring the carbon and somehow it does hold the issue in abeyance until you finally bring the chatas. This would lead to another interesting halacha. The Rambam says, in Hilchus Masar Kabanos, Perek Yudches, the Rambam says, what would happen if a person brought a karban, an Ashim Talui? But then, before he brought the Ashim Talui, 
he found out that he brought the Hashem Tali and he sacrificed it Bachutz. He did not bring it into the Beis HaMikdash as he should do, but he sacrificed it outside the Beis HaMikdash. So the Rambam says, it's Potter. He's not guilty. Why? Because the Isur is not there in the place. It's not Kavua. It's not known. Why is it not known? Apparently, the Rambam thinks that a Nasham Tali is a very unusual type of carbon. Is it really a carbon? Is it not really a carbon? This will only depend in the future. In the future, we'll determine whether it's really a carbon or not. So, if it's not a carbon and you brought it outside, then you're a potter. If it is a carbon, then you really would be hired. But since that's a suffix, since that itself is in doubt, therefore the carbon you brought outside the base Amigdash is not definitely a carbon that you brought outside. It might not be a carbon at all. Nevertheless, although the carbon is somewhat held in suspension, I don't know what its status is, the Torah allowed you to bring an Ashim Tali, and according to the Rambam, the Halach would be that you were allowed to bring this Ashim Tali only when the Chachamim told you, and we pass them like Chachamim, that you're not allowed to bring a daily Ashim Tali, you're only allowed to bring it when there is an absolute obligation. But in that case, the Ashim does suspend the punishment, but if it's if it is effective, if you did the Avera, you still have to bring a Chatas. If you didn't do the Avera, it's as if you did nothing, but the Torah allowed you to bring the carbon. A different opinion cert- could certainly be raised. According to the Rambam, there's a separate mitzvah called bringing in Ashim Tali. It's not part of the regular mitzvah of Chatas. It's a mitzvah to bring in Ashim Tali, which really does not attain Kapara. It only attains the concept of tolim, it holds things in abeyance, but it really is a separate mitzvah. There are people who thought that really the laws of Chatas and Ashim should go together, and there's no reason to count Ashim Toli as a separate mitzvah. The Ramam thinks there is a difference between a carbon which is a mechaper, which really does attain kapara, some sort of atonement, as opposed to the Kabbalah Hashem Talui, which only holds things in abeyance, and therefore the Rambam would consider that as a separate mitzvah. We could certainly learn the whole concept differently. The Chinuch, for example, in the mitzvah, in our parsha of Hashem Talui, the, mitz, the mitzvah Kuv Chavches, the, the Sefer Chinuch says as follows, If it will be found that a person indeed did eat chaylev, well, that's true. The carbon is not sufficient. That everybody would agree. If you brought a Nashim Tali and then you found out that you indeed had done the Aveira in question, then everybody would agree that you have to bring a Chatas. But let's say a person uh, found out that what he ate was indeed permitted, so the words of the Chinuch, It is now apparent that the first, the first carbon, namely the Ashim Tali, his speak low was sufficient. And you do not need another carbon. 
And that is what I mean by held in suspension. When he used the words, when the Chinuch used the words, he speak low, it seems that if a person did not do the Avera, then the carbon is sufficient. I would have thought, according to the Rambam, I would have thought differently. If he brought, if he indeed did nothing wrong, so there's a Chiddush that you're allowed to bring an Ashim Tolu. It's not considered Kachim Bachutz. But nevertheless, it's totally, but when you brought it at the end, it's not necessary at all. You didn't do anything wrong. So you didn't have to bring it in the first place. The Chinuch says, Harish and he speak low. The first <coughs> was sufficient. <coughs> Apparently, you needed the first to attain some sort of kapara. If that would be true, then the Rambam that I mentioned before in Hilchus Masa Kabanas Perak Yudches Yud, where the Rambam said if a person brought a carbon bachutz, it's not Iqbay Surah, according to the Chinuch, uh, I would think he would argue in that Rambam, and would say that if you brought the carbon bachutz, it is a carbon, no matter what happens. And if you, even if, even if you're not guilty, and for sure if you are guilty. And therefore, the carbon is Iqbay, it, it is definite carbon. And therefore, if you brought bachutz, you should be chayef. Of course, that is the opinion of the Raivet. The Raivet in Hilchas Masa Kabanus Perak Yulches disagrees with the Rambam and thinks that if a person brought an Hashem Talui outside the Beis HaMikdash, he's Chayef. He's guilty of bringing a carbon outside the Beis HaMikdash. So, it seems to be that this Machlokas would be also between the Rambam and the Chinuch. The Rambam thinks that a carbon Hashem Talui is brought as a maybe carbon. Could be, could be not. Whereas according to the Chinuch, it seems to be that it's a definite obligation to bring an Hashem Talui. And if you are guilty, then it holds the punishment in abeyance until you bring the chatas. If you are not guilty, then somehow this carbon was sufficient. Sufficient for what? You did nothing wrong. So we'll go back to the Chumash and we'll quote the Pasuk that I mentioned before. The Torah said, you bring an Asham Tali, and then the Torah said, Asham Hu Asham Asham Lashem. I mentioned before, that after the, the mitzvah was given of Asham Tali, the Torah repeated this law of Asham. And actually, the Torah said it very succinctly in the few psukim before. When the Torah said if a person sinned, and he did one of the mitzvahs which may, should not be done, V'lo yada ve'ashem, V'lo yada means he is unaware, V'ashem, but he's guilty. I don't understand. If he's unaware, then I don't know if he's guilty. Says the Sfarno, V'ashem v'nasavano, Revavadio Sfarno, on the Pasuk in Chumash, says, V'nasavano, the person has a sin. V'ashem v'nasavano, the person is guilty and he bears a sin. And he explains, what is the sin? What is appropriate in this case? Did he he do the sin or not do the sin? The sin was the fact itself that he was not careful enough to be 
aware that he might be entering a question of doubt. According to that sin, he will have a punishment. If indeed it was treif, it's even worse. He ate treif. But if he was indeed not guilty of eating treif, because the meat that he ate was kosher, he's still the ashamed. He's still guilty. Why? Because he entered a, a, a case of Savik Daraisa. He should have been more careful. And the Sferno reiterates this on the last Pasuk. Even though, says the Sferno, occasionally, in some cases, he'll bring the carbon, he didn't do the Aveira at all. He did nothing wrong. It would not be considered Chul Lazara. It would not be considered that he brought a carbon for no purpose. We said that according to the Rambam, that's a big Kiddush. That is not a carbon for no reason. The Svarno presumably would agree with the Raivet and with the Chinuch that this carbon is a carbon under all circumstances. And if you brought it by Chutz, I would assume he would also agree to be Chayef. Even though he really did not do the Avera which was in doubt. Vatam. And the reason, Ki Ashom Asham Lashem. The Torah said it's an Asham, it's an Asham, the very fact, says the, says the Sverno, Shaloniza Bedavach and Nafab Safik. He was not meticulous enough. And he, in fact, entered a, a situation where it would be a suffolk if he ate or not, he shouldn't have done that in the first place. He should have been more careful. And therefore, according to the Chinuch, according to the Sfarno, and perhaps according to the Ravid, the concept of Asham Tolui is not it's held in abeyance to see that it only protects him until he bring a chatas. But it's more than that. It is a carbon. What kind of a carbon is it? Zetalui. That would depend. If it's a carbon because he indeed did, did the Aveira, then the carbon would be, according, like the Rambam would think, that it held the punishment in abeyance until you really bring the chatas. But it told him, is not just it holds it, it, it holds or suspends the punishment for the, car, for the, for the Aveira. It's more than that. When a person did the Aveira, brings the Nashim Talui, this carbon is a definite carbon. What type of carbon it is, that would depend. If he did the Aveira, it's a carbon which holds the punishment in abeyance. If it's not, if he did not do the Aveira, then it's a carbon which is Mechaper. It does atone for the very fact that he entered the situation of a Suffolk. Many, many times we think entering a Suffolk being in a state of being unsure about something is, in a sense, more severe than a person who actually knows that he did something wrong. The Ramban in Chumash, in the Parsha of Asham, in general explains the word, the names of the Karbanos. And the Chatas comes from a word, Lechatei, Vichitei, which can mean to miss, to fail. I made a mistake. But the word Asham, says the Ramban, comes from the word Shimama. 
a person should be desolate. A person should be wiped out. Shimama is like an empty desert. And the Ramban says, It seems to me, Kishem Asham Morea Adavar Gadol Asher it seems to me, says the Ramban, that the word Ashem or Karban Asham indicates a great thing, a great type of thing, that a person who did it really should be lost. He should be doomed to perdition. But then the, the Ramban says, if that would be true, what is so severe about the Asham Talui? Why is the Asham Talui that severe that we would say that a person who's unaware of doing something should also be in the state of Asham, of Shimama? Says the Ramban. Asham Talui, Mipneshe Ba'alav Savur Onesh. The person who brings the Asham Talui might indeed think. It's not so no, it's not so bad. He's really not guilty of anything. He is unaware that he really did something wrong. And therefore, he might not take it that seriously. So the Ramban says, Therefore, we are more machmir about a carbon asham tali than a regular asham. Which means that, it, than a regular chatas. A person who brings an Asham Tali actually costs more money than a Khatas. Why? A person who brings a Khatas, I understand, he knows he did something wrong, he'll obviously bring the carbon and do tshuva. But the person who brings a khat, uh, an Asham Tali, he won't take it so seriously. The Torah had to show me that it's so important that in fact you have to spend more money for an Asham Tali than you, bring for, than you do for a Khatas. In Brachas, Talmidei Rabbeinu Yona mentions this concept and expounds upon it. They say there that a person who did an Avera definitely will be worried about it. He'll regret it. He'll do complete Shuva. When a person is in doubt, he thinks, maybe I didn't do anything wrong. He won't do Shuva. The Ramah says in Shulchan Aruch Arachayim, Simen Tafesh Gimel Sif Aleph, that a Suffolk Aveira requires more tshuva than a Vade Aveira. Now, today when we talk about tshuva, I don't know exactly what we mean by doing tshuva, but we find, especially among certain pietists, there were prescribed rules for tshuva. For, uh, for such an Aveira, you should uh, punish yourself this way, afflict yourself this way. Uh, this is not the way I was brought up. I don't understand the concept of uh, somehow afflicting yourself in some way of, of tshuva. But nevertheless, the Ramah says that the, the tshuva that's necessary for a Suffolk Avera should be greater than the tshuva necessary for a, a full-fledged Avera. Because apparently, people don't take it as seriously. So we see that being an Asham Tolui, in one hand, suspends the Avera, in one hand, maybe it protects you until the Chatas, is with actually chayev, and when you find out you chayev a chatas. On the other hand, does the chatas have any efficacy when you did not do anything wrong? It seems to me that according to the Rambam, 
it's not necessary at all to bring a chatas under such a, a Nashim Tali under such a circumstance. Whereas according to the Sfarno, the Ramban, the Raivid, it would seem, the Chinuch, it would seem that the very issue of doubt itself is an Avera. This is, shows you how much, how, how careful we have to be when we do mitzvahs, not even to enter a place, a, 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 a situation where there is a suffix that we did something wrong. And if we indeed, indeed did such a thing, then we should be aware that tshuva is necessary, according to the Ramah, even tshuva that's greater than the tshuva that we would do for a, a definite Avera.